Guys, we have a fun show for you. If you're raising littles to preteens, you're tired of the rat race, the hustle, and living life to the busy, but rarely to the full. You know what I'm talking about. This show will give you hope and steps to living a more peaceful, happier life, to enjoy all the goodness around you. Look, if we are lucky, we have 18 summers with our kids under one roof to influence, to lead, to guide, to build those deep rooted relationships with our kids. So today we're talking about raising kids, how to bring harmony to the hustle while building a custom family. Hi, my name is Stephanie Pletka, and I'm here to navigate the messy parts of motherhood. I'm a small town mom of four who took a parenting blog and wrote a book to help moms find the goodness in the hard places, to chase their dreams and write their story. So sit tight in the carpool lane. You know what I'm talking about, mamas. Comfortable in those yoga pants and get ready to be encouraged. This is the Motherhood Mindset with Stephanie Pletka. So today I'm interviewing my friend, Emily Wooten. Emily is a writer, a speech language therapist who helps people communicate more effectively. She's a married mom to three of the cutest boys, including a set of twins, where she resides outside of Houston, Texas. Emily, I am so excited to have you here today, girl. It's so good to be here and good to talk with you. I know. Can you believe it? It's been a long time. So Emily, do you remember how we met? Many, many years ago in uh, Georgia, in Alpharetta. Yeah, so you were my daughter's speech therapist. Yeah, I thought, oh, she'll grow out of it, but she was not. And I remember you sitting so patiently. This was before you had kids. And it's so fun to see, you know, you and Ben, you guys transform into the most amazing parents. Do you ever just find people in this world and you're like, oh my gosh, I wonder what it would be like. For them to raise me. What, what am I like, you know, my kids, you know, being raised by me <laughs> as a seven on the Enneagram. Oh my gosh. I'm just like a squirrel. Things are coming and going and I have all these ideas and my life is just out of order and unplanned. And you're, I could always use more Emily in my life. <laughs> I try to be planned, I tell you, but the older I get, the more I find how important it is to not always be planned and sometimes, you know, go off the path a little bit. And it's made my life a lot more fulfilling and adventurous. And I hope that that's transpired to my kids as well. Absolutely. I used to have kind of in my head, this is the way motherhood should be. And kids really help you become more flexible and learn how to pivot and not take life so seriously. And oh, the list is long. I don't know what it would have been like if I didn't have kids, but I definitely feel like I'm the better for it. So oh, absolutely. <laughs> I feel like they definitely make me a, the best version of myself and just very grateful for the opportunity to be a mom for sure. Tell us a little bit about your boys, their ages okay. and what it's like raising kids, you know, under 12. <laughs> Yeah, so I have three boys and two of them, they're twins and they're 10. They're identical, um, Jack and Clay. And then I also have a younger son, Grant, who is five. And they are just fun. It's it's really, you know, motherhood. I feel like a lot of it, like, obviously, you're going to have your days where everything, you know, goes off course. But 
really just, I try to keep the attitude of just lightheartedness and being flexible, like you said, and, and it makes things a lot more fun. Every day is funny and, and they keep Ben and I laughing and it's just an adventure. So, uh, so we're just grateful. Now you live in Texas. You were in yes. Georgia. It was funny. I was in a restaurant yesterday and I saw this mom with a crib, like a playpen, but it was bigger than that. And she was pushing it like a stroller across the restaurant. And I thought, wow. <laughs> so I didn't even have to get out of bed to go to Cracker Barrel. I could have just been rolling. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I mean, as time goes on, it's like, what will they think of next? When I have the twins, you know, like I said, they're 10 now. I mean, they, I still feel like they had a lot of fancy things, but some days I'm like, wow, if I had had that life would have been so much easier, you know, and I'm with you. It's, it's like, what will they think of next? Right. Totally. I, I know my mom said that too. Once she's like, oh my gosh, we didn't have all the fancy strollers. I just had you on my hip you know, yeah. with a, another little one running around. So I kudos to her. I don't know how she did it, but thank you. I left corporate life and I thought this is going to be great. We're going to do crafts and it'll be fun. And this life will just be custom and whatever we want to make it. And suddenly I found myself, you know, on the end of the bed crying, just like, how did I get here? Little screaming kids and green beans everywhere. And had this uh, idealistic kind of mentality or mindset that we would go to the park and everybody's going to kind of do what I say and everybody will be kind of, you know, in a row and organized and I've got snacks. They won't cry. I remember a guy coming up to me and he's like, this won't last forever. And it just felt like hope because <laughs> at my mom's groups, I was afraid to even say like what I was going through. I know sometimes we can get so involved in like going to sports and soccer and ballet. And I felt like at some point I was not even enjoying the journey. It was just, what do you think parents are dealing with these days? What are two or three different issues as far as dealing with a hurried life? Yes. So I think that, you know, one of the biggest issues as moms is we put so much pressure on ourselves. We want to provide all the opportunities for our kids. And there's just so many different things. There's always, you know, another activity to sign up for, or another play date to go to, or another camp to sign them up for. And, you know, we want to cultivate all of their gifts and talents and expose them to all these things. But I think sometimes it's just important for us to give ourselves permission to say no and just take a step back and look at like what's most important to our family and really put our energy there. And then also in doing that, it really allows us to create those deep rooted relationships with our kids where years later, we're not just looking back and remembering being busy all the time. We're remembering also those times that we slowed down and we just sat and talked with them. Or, you know, we may have had a jam-packed weekend and then we get to Friday and everybody's just feeling like, oh, you know, I can't do one more thing. And and I've totally done this lately. I'm like, you know what? Let's just drive to the beach tomorrow. Let's just cancel our plans and and everybody, you know, reset. And it's great. My parenting's kind of changed over the years. Like when I had my twins, I was like, you know, like you said, pinning everything on Pinterest and, you know, all the planned snacks and 
had the agenda. And, you know, a few years later when I had Grant, it, it really just um, made me take a step back and think, gosh, I want to just enjoy the small moments, just knowing, you know, he was likely the last child we were going to add to our family. And, and that's what I've done. You know, I've just really tried to be more intentional and tried to not get caught up so much in just the busy and the schedule and the hamster wheel of running around. Well, that is a great point because it's easy to do. And I can see moms now and their yoga pants are headed to the grocery store, you know, their carpool with the kids getting in hot and they're going, oh my gosh, I feel like I just got permission to like chill. Mm -hmm. Why do you think we even get into this rat race? Like what is that issue that makes us think we need to be right in the, the heart of it all? I think we're just bombarded in this day and age with, you know, social media and just all of the opportunities. It's really a great thing that there are so many opportunities we can provide to our children. But I also think it's so important to take a step back and just focus on creating a custom life for for your family and like, you know, give energy to what's important to your family. Give yourself, like you said, permission to chill sometimes. It's okay to say no. It's okay to set some boundaries. I remember when you were, you know, hanging out with my little Ava and teaching her all the things for speech therapy. I remember I was like, okay, I'm going to leave you guys to it. And we were just like, go, go, go get in the car. And my little Andrew, he loves cupcakes. You would always bring him a cupcake and uh, he will never forget you. (laughs) And uh, he was so little and we were running and it was go, go, go. And I had not planned appropriately. He is a quality time kid. And I remember all the other kids were like, they just jump in the car. You know, they just grab Cheerios wherever they were. (laughs) and my little Andrew, he just starts crying in the foyer, just bawling. And I thought, what is his deal? And I realized like quality time is his thing. And if I am giving him this hurried life, this is not the life that he asked for poor guy. (laughs) And I am the mom setting the tone for the family. I'm creating the attitude and the atmosphere. And here I am, it's just run, run, run. And I thought, how can I keep doing this to this kid? It changed my attitude and everything. When you created that, like, okay, we're going to slow down now. How did that work? Like, what were the first steps? Did you feel guilty at all? Or did you compare yourself to others? Like, how did that work? My first children, they were twins. And so it was really just a matter of how to stay organized all the time and keep them on a schedule and all of this. And I kind of missed out on some of those moments. You know, I was constantly striving to keep up with everything and, you know, make sure I provided all the opportunities for them and and stay super planned. But then I just had a pause and um, I read a book about keeping in tune with your children's love languages. Like you said, your son's is quality time. And so I just decided, you know what, when we had our third, I want to make sure that I carve out intentional time for all of my children and, you know, cater to their own personal needs. And it really just gave me a refocus and a reset. And then now looking back over the last even year, I remember so many just special moments where I slowed down rather than just looking back and everything's a blur because we're running around all the time. Oh, I love this. I know moms are taking notes right now going, okay, you know, I am so tired of the rat race. Just go, go, go. And I remember one of my kids once he kept going, we'd drive over the bridge and he would be like, 
the bridge. He would scream that the bridge. And it used to annoy me. And then one day we're driving in our hurriedness and our busyness. And he did not say a bridge ever again. We say savor the moments, you know, when's the last time our child got on our back and we gave him a little ride. I don't remember when it was the last time. I didn't know it was the last time. But what would you say to the mom who we want to say savor the moments, but look, they're in the like heat of it, chaos and the crazy. What would you say to the mom right now to encourage her? I would say just give yourself grace and it's okay. You know, when things don't go to plan, it's okay to slow down. It's okay to get out of the rat race and just enjoy your children. At the end of the day, we're all just, you know, trying to be the best versions of ourselves and trying to, you know, raise um, children with, you know, kindness and, and good values and really just encourage those moms just to slow down. And and even though, you know, your day might be stressful to savor the small moments. That is so true because sometimes I would allow my to-do list to become my boss mm-hmm. and no one knew what my to-do list was. No one knew what my, my goals were. So if I needed to lay in this floor and play Legos with a child that didn't feel good that day, if I lay here and play with them, then I'm not getting my to-do list done. And I was really It was self-inflicted, I think, that I allowed all that guilt and, oh, you know, I should be here. If I'm here, I should be somewhere else. And it just negated wherever I was, you know, enjoying the peace and the present right there. Because the kids know when you're fully right there with them, they're like, they know it. And when you feel like you need to be somewhere else, they know that too. Man, this is good information. Woohoo! I think a lot of it is just self-inflicted. If we just give ourselves space to breathe and we're like, okay, you know what? Soak in all the ooey gooey goodness of the journey, right? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I think just, you know, being intentional to be present and really just, you know, give each of them their own special time. I think that's just so important. And those are the memories that they're all, you know, they're always going to remember. And it doesn't have to be anything fancy. It can be a picnic in the den. It can be just a walk around the block, just, you know, making them feel special and just creating those deep rooted relationships and um, authentic relationships that, you know, are so important. That is a good point. I was talking to a mom the other day who was on the brink of divorce and they ended up going to Italy on a, it was a client meeting and she did not want to go. And when they got there, they created this like less hurried life. She said, I just couldn't believe how slow paced and fun and family oriented and off the schedule that Italy was that it offered us. They moved from LA into a tiny little apartment And they were all playing games instead of on their phones. And it created just, you don't have to go to Italy. You don't have, like you said, you don't have to do anything huge. You just have to be there. Even if the kids were going, oh my gosh, I ran from soccer and then they ate mac and cheese for dinner and we're feeling so bad. Like we didn't, you know, give the meal with all the colors and they're like, man, mom is the bomb. She is so cool. We had mac and cheese. (laughs) Sometimes I'd be like, hey, did y'all eat dinner? And they're (laughs) But I didn't give myself like a high five or a gold star for, hey, I just, dad was out of town, which is usually the case, right? Uh And we're doing all the uh, soccer and the drop off and events. And then we come home and we do that one little thing wrong or not to our own expectation. And then we're just like, we throw ourselves under the bus, creating a slow paced life. You will never regret that. 
Really, we just love to spend time together. You know, we have a lot of friends in the area. We enjoy hanging out with friends. We enjoy taking road trips. My boys are really into golf right now. So we've been doing some golfing together, which is a lot of fun. And really just you know, it doesn't have to be anything fancy. It can just be a movie night or a night where we just all get in the pool and swim or, you know, have some friends over for dinner. I think whatever it may be, our goal, our main goal to teach them to connect with others and be authentic and be intentional. Can you tell if the boys have noticed a difference? Yes, absolutely. So many times they'll say like, like you said earlier with your kids, like, mom, you're so fun. Or that, you know, last night was awesome when we did this or that. We impromptu went outside and made s'mores after dinner, whatever it may be, whatever wild hair we get that day and and just want to create, you know, a fun memory for them. They are very grateful and they just, they often will say like, man, this family's so much fun. And obviously you have to parent, you have to do all the hard things, you have to teach all the lessons. But at the end of the day, you know, like you said, you, it's, it's one life and um, we're all just journeying through it together. So why not make some fun memories along the way? Absolutely. And I love how you were saying create a custom life because for us, we have an affinity for travel. In some families, it may be science or history or whatever it is, going to the beach. I love that because parents right now, they can look at this and go, well, what custom life can I create? Sometimes when we create that life, it pushes other people to go, huh, they have to change too. It's like, wait, what are y'all doing? You're homeschooling and traveling in an RV. Like what's happening here? (laughs) And sometimes it outside the box kind of rocks the boat. We just have to be our own, you know, gatekeeper for our family and advocate for them and know what's best, you know, give ourselves permission just to have fun, right? (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And to kind of um, echo off of that, I think just making a point to just talk to your family and uh, talk about, you know, what's important to everyone. What do we want to give our energy to? What what have we maybe been giving our energy to that we don't want to do that anymore? It's okay to, you know, change and pivot. Like you said earlier, give yourself permission to have fun. Yeah. I love that you said that because our personalities versus our children's personalities, I have to think about what my kids are thinking, you know, like, what am I like (laughs) as a mom? What would it be like if I were raising myself, right? (laughs) (laughs) Because you had mentioned earlier the love languages, and I have some kids that they love order and organization. And for a mom to be like, hey, we're doing one, two, three. And for the heck of it, we're going to do four, one, three. And they're like, whoa, wait a minute. (laughs) So it's really helped my kids also to pivot. So they'll look at me and be like, I have to realize that we are an example to our kids. You know, do my kids, do they look at that? And like, I can't wait to be a dad one day. I can't wait to be a mom or is mom suffrage. Like <laughs> I would never want to do or recreate what we're doing, but I love your attitude. You're like, okay, we're going to have fun. I love how you meet and create buy-in. So this is amazing. <laughs> I've really enjoyed talking with you and I've learned so much from you. Just, you know, thinking back to when your kids were younger, I've really tried to do some things that, that I remember you doing, like having, you know, a special day for each of your kids. You know, when you have multiple kids, you want to make them all feel special and you want to cater to all their love languages. 
and you want them all to have like individual memories. And I remember you would tell me, you know, so-and-so I think just needs a day with me or needs a day with John and you would do it and you would just go have a great day with them and do what they love. And um, I've been adopting that as well with our boys. And it's, it's really been cool to just form those memories together. Well, thank you so much for helping us see that balance is not always a thing. It's more of harmony because when we're here, we're not there. And when we're there, we're not here. But giving us real permission and actual steps to just create a custom life that will always create deep rooted relationships for years to come. So thank you so much, Emily. I appreciate you, girl. Absolutely. It was fun and always great time talking with you. All right, guys, until next time, here's to living your best life. Hey guys, if this show has blessed you, the number one way you can help me is to click the five stars and tell me what you think over on Apple podcast. You can go to my website at stephaniepletka.com and subscribe or grab a copy of my book, living your best life, or even download the audible for moms on the go until then here's to living your best life.